This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hopefully we learned a little bit about our crash repair stuff. That might help us a little time. Work on it from here. Finish 15. Way to battle. Hey, everybody. It's Junior. Um, just sitting in the bus here after the Unlimited. And that was not the finish we wanted, obviously. Especially for uh, Tax Slayer. I tweeted about that. And what I mean is that was, you know, that's their only race this year. So they've been such an amazing partner at Junior Motorsports. And they're still going to, you know, support our Xfinity program. But they were coming on to the car for, for a one-race deal here this year. And I really wanted to uh, do a better job than that for them. It's tax season want people to try out their service so it's a shame we couldn't get them a better finish anyways the unlimited is what it is it's a all or nothing race you go out there and you you want to win if you don't win really doesn't matter where you finish so congrats to denny he did a good job he's a great plate racer he's really coming into his own as far as plate racing goes getting you know he's very aggressive which i think that's a key element to He's smart and aggressive, you know. He he really uh, is daring with his passes and moves and the way he works the draft. And uh, but he's but he's smart, you know. He doesn't doesn't wreck his car. So I I think his style's I feel like real similar to my own. So I kind of thought that was neat. Not surprised at all that he won. Anyhow, uh, you know, we started the race. We thought we had a pretty good car. Everybody was talking about how great our car was in practice, but nobody really ran hard in practice. Uh, we didn't get a whole pack out there in practice, so I don't think a lot of people saw, you know, what Denny had or what the 22 really had, or some of those guys that were up front of the two. I don't think we saw exactly what everybody had potential-wise in practice. So I just go out there and run really aggressive in practice because I try to learn what the draft's going to do as much as I can. Plus, I'm having fun. I'm, I ain't been in a car in a long time. That first practice is always a blast. When the race started, I was, uh, you know, they were too wide. They were really, there really wasn't anywhere to, to go. It was early. So I didn't feel like I needed to push the issue too hard. Finally, uh, we got on into got on into the meat of the race and got you know started. Yeah, you know, I needed to start making some headway and moving toward the front, and that's what we were doing. And I felt real comfortable with the choices we were making, and I thought we were moving up toward the front. I, I thought that you know I thought we were starting to you know we were going to put ourselves in a good position there, starting to make some some uh, some passes and moving toward the front. So we were coming down the front straight away and i saw the the 14 had right side damage from earlier i don't know if it door slammed some guys or whatever but somehow or another he had knocked a whole uh right side of his car in especially on the right rear i don't know if that you know he had even more contact that gave him a flat tire but coming down uh out of the trival down that short shoot into turn one he had a flat and he realized he had a flat and uh, i had to make a decision either to lift there or try to go on by him and I was expecting him to slow down quite a bit he's obviously got a flat tire and he's going to wreck going at the speed he was going as he turned into the corner in the transition of the corner so I expected him to slow down dramatically to try not to wreck but I figure he uh, thought he was going to get run into from behind by whoever might be behind him a lot's happening in that moment it's hard to you know know exactly where everyone is around you you don't want to slow down too abruptly and get rear-ended so uh anyways i thought we would be by him and clear but uh he drove off in the corner with the flat tire and turned sideways into us and um so not really you know can't say you know damn it vickers what the hell were you thinking but i just assumed he'd slow down a little more because the car wasn't going to make the corner i thought he i felt like he knew he had a flat he was definitely um off the pace and, and checking up 
But, you know, as lucky it didn't turn the car into the wall. It just ripped the door open. If we had, you know, there's there's a, there's two things you can do there. You, you Number one, you know that <clears throat> I can see that there's some door foam missing. And you can't race without foam. If you come down pit road, you can't leave pit road without foam. So we got to catch up to the pace car. Because I'm thinking, man, maybe they can fix this thing real fast. We won't lose any laps. Maybe if we lose one, we'll get it back. So we can't pit till we are ready to fix the car because they won't let us leave with, uh, they can't, we can't come down pit road, look at the damage and then, you know, assess it and, and go catch back up the pace car and then come down and fix it. You can't do that with that. They won't let you on the track without the foam. So we called up to the pace car. We come down pit road. I didn't know the rocker panel was gone. So they have the door panel, but no way to fasten it to the car because the rocker panel's not there. So that, you know, what, what, What's important about that is that we learned in our, you know, we, the crash damage studies that these guys do and how they repair these cars is really important. You want to fix the car as fast as you can so you can get back out there and you can compete and get the best finish you can. So we learned tonight that we, when we have a, we have like a door that can go on the car when we tear the door off, well, that door probably needs a rocker fastened to it. So we learned a lot about our crash damage tonight that might help us some other time in the season. Say we get the door tore off again at Talladega in the chase and need to fix it very, very quickly, we now know that we probably need to do a rocker fastened to that door. We've got to do it better than we did it tonight. So that was the reason why I guess we didn't just say, heck with it, let's not finish the race, put it in the garage. We wanted to learn how our, you know, how, how our damage repair was going so we learned some things there. And then, in my mind, if the car can compete, go out there and compete. Crazier things have happened in these races. You might get some of these laps back. End up uh, getting a chance to race for a better position, which we finished 15th. Wasn't the greatest day, but still, I've had cars that could finish the races, and we didn't finish. We decided to go home. That makes me sick. So it makes you nauseous. You, can't, you don't feel like you did your best. You know you didn't do your best because you didn't compete when you could, when the car could. So that's why you're out there running all the laps, even when there's really no point. Also, you know, as a race car driver, you're racing for part of the purse. So you want to get the best finish you can so you can get the best pay check you can. That's about it. That car is an old chassis. We did put a front and rear clip on it and a new body on it, but the center section is very old. So that's why we run it in the Unlimited because it's, it's not quite as good as Amelia. But uh, hopefully, you know, it, you know, everybody's talking about how great this car is, Amelia, for the 500. Everybody's talking about this car. There's so many hurdles to get over through the rest of the week. we got to get through a lot of practices. We've got to draft with Amelia in practice. That's You know, there's potential to get in trouble. we got to get through the 125 with the best finish we can get. So there's still some hurdles. And hopefully we uh, – I'll be very, very excited and thrilled when we can put that, that primary Daytona 500 car on the starting grid – Sunday for the 500. I'll be relieved because then, you know, I want to get that car in the Daytona 500. I don't want to run the backup. So that's what we'll be paying attention to the rest of the week. You know, hopefully we can win the 125. Go ahead and get a trophy and get some confidence. We're not running the truck or the Xfinity race, so don't have any added pressure there or any added uh, workload so we can concentrate on the 500 and do the best we can. Enjoy the download. Appreciate you, my man. This is the download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. paint scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode, General, Dega, McCoy, 
and Admiral Frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. With Mike Davis and first name Davis, formerly known <laughs> as Intern Davis, I am Taylor Zarzer, and this is the Dale Jr. Download. We appreciate Dale Earnhardt Jr. for his comments at the beginning of each and every podcast. I have tried for five or six years to get first name Davis on every program I'm associated with. I'm pretty fired up, MD, that you got you brought him along this year. Do you know what his real first name is, though? Have Lee. You, Lee. Yes, it. sir. Lee yeah. oh, Davis I, I Williams. Like, how many first names can you pack into your official name? <laughs> Lee Davis I a, Williams. I got a bunch. I would absolutely have to go initials there because I think that's like way bigger rednecky LD LD Williams. L D W. L D W. Why are you not doing that? I don't know. I can. L D W J R M. What do you think? Yeah. Taylor, should he just be L D W here I, on the Dell Junior download? I, whatever you want. I, I like first name Davis a lot. I think that I think that works pretty well and you I, created that, which I was pretty impressed with. I mean he was intern Davis. He's the single greatest intern of, in any internship and any <laughs> any classification of all time and he'll forever be that. But uh I do like first name Davis. He does uh his old I don't know if he still has this, but on his emails well, I just got one from him. On yeah, no, it says Davis Williams. But on I have about seven thousand emails from Lee Williams. No. Uh, yeah, he used to have that Dude, on there. So we just found out about this like two weeks ago. It was, yeah. I mean, like he was keeping this I, hidden. I, I kept his secret safe uh, for for a long time. But we're we're fired up to have him with him. We we still love Amanda. Amanda's been helpful this morning to us, by the way, and we wish yeah. her well. Yeah, because L D Davis he he stepped in. First of all, let's just tell you about our mornings. All right, so on the very first day of the Dale, Dale Junior Download fourth season, we've had a fire alarm. In fact, right now, there's a nice little strobe light going off in the studio that we just, I guess we're ignoring LD. I mean, is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're ignoring it. I mean, because uh, everybody else is. It's like there's a fire alarm, and everybody's like, this is Daytona week, man. We got stuff to do. <laughs> so we've got a fire alarm. We've had technical problems, but, man, we're here. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And in part, we are here because of Miss Amanda Wolfmeyer. So we do appreciate her yes. and all that she did for us uh, for the last few years and wish her well. And she's still a great friend to us for sure, <laughs> especially this morning. Um, you know what I've really missed these last couple months? I've missed this sound, Mike Davis. Oh, and he started us off with it right at the top of the, lo- sh- at the show. I've really, missed, I've really missed the beard itching. And I've got as full a beard right now as I've ever had in my life. And I, I'm... You're doing it. It sounds yeah. great. You, yeah. you have got a great sounding beard. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's really what I've been working on these uh, these last couple of months. But um, I've I've missed that sound. Year four, we're we're fired up uh, to bring you the Dale Junior Download presented by Spy Mike. You have worked so hard on this. You and Junior created this a few years ago. He'd be very very quick to interrupt me right now and say, "Man, this is all him." I just said, "Okay," but uh, you did. You've Put all this together. You got a, a, obviously a lot of other things going on. Uh, I I don't know what to think about you giving TJ his own podcast. That's about the most dangerous decision you've ever made in your life. But uh, certainly looking forward to to hearing what he's going to do and all the different podcasts that you're going to have uh, this season on uh, Dirty Mo Radio. But uh, from like it's year four, three years ago, our first podcast with uh with the with the Earnhardt ladies. Uh, telling us, trying to describe what it was like to lose Dale and uh, how incredibly emotional that was to to where we are today. It has been so much fun. Two years ago, of course, uh, Junior winning the 500 was one of the most fun things that we've ever done 
on the download. And um, I got high hopes this year, my friend. I, we've seen we've seen him grow so much as a human being, and and certainly we've seen him grow as a driver too. And and this year. I don't know about you, Mike. I'm not. You can't say it's championship or bust because of the format. You really can't. I mean, no. we. You, you know how I feel about that, and and how frustrated I got at times last year at the format. But here is what I want. I want at the end of the season to be able to say, and I know this is the goal with everyone from Dale to Greg to everybody associated with the 88. I want at the end of the season for us to be able to say no one had a better year than Dale Earnhardt Jr., and I think that's absolutely realistic. Well, we know about the issues that we had last year, and so I think that all of us, I'll speak for myself, but I'll probably speak for a lot of people saying, we know that the issues that we had last year, I would hope to see them addressed and probably improved a a significant amount. Wouldn't you, Taylor? I mean, we know that definitely we had issues on pit road a lot. Uh, I hope to see that improved. I think we had uh, consistency issues at times. I'd like to see that improved. And you got you got to expect – I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that now that Greg Ives has got a year under his belt on the cup side. We mm-hmm. know that he's a brilliant guy. We know that they can build fast race cars. Now let's see what all this means to us. Let's see what a year of improvements can, can, can do for us. And I think we, we listened to what Dale Jr. said. This, this unfortunate incident in the Sprint Unlimited gave us practice to repair, you know, repair practice, which you cannot – you can't simulate that. Uh, in the off-season behind Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, so I'm really pleased to see what they were able to do, and I think that car was pretty sporty after they were able to repair it. Unfortunately, it started off six laps down and uh, got two of them back but was you know was unable to contend, obviously, at the end. So, um, you know, we'll see. That's what I'm looking forward to this year because I think if those things are addressed, you get into the chase, you win, you win you some races, you get into the chase, it's a whole new ball of wax, and, and you know, I, I hate to say luck is involved, but it absolutely is because we were unlucky at Charlotte when Carl Edwards, you know, basically ruined our chances to be able to continue. Um, you got to be lucky, and uh, then if, if – so let's just, let's just make sure we're good first, and then we'll see if we're lucky. Yeah, um, and I love what uh, Junior said. I wanted to be able to say, damn it, Vickers, <laughs> uh, but it was just one of those racing deals. I certainly said that after Talladega about seven or eight years ago. When uh, when Vickers collected uh, Junior and Jimmy at the uh, at the end of a tal- another plate race there that, at uh, Talladega when uh, when Vickers was in the twenty five car uh, years yeah. ago, but you can't say it from Saturday night. No, I mean Vickers had a tire going down. You know, I was thinking through what Dale Junior was saying. If you remember in this race, Vickers was in the middle, and I think that probably had a lot to do with his decision. And this is a guess, but I think that probably had a lot to do with his decision not to just slow down because when you're in the middle. Mm-hmm. you got to think that that's probably the last place you want to be when you let off the gas, and, and especially in a, in, a, in a restrictor plate race. So uh, Vickers was absolutely in the middle. I did talk to TJ, and he said that he saw Vickers wiggle coming out of four, and so he knew that something didn't look right. And Junior even alluded to it. He could see that something didn't look right, so he had a decision to make. He made a decision to try to go by him, um, and it ended up just uh, you know not working out for him. Took the whole door panel off, and um, it looked like a – foam packing party down there in turn one it really did yeah it it really did um and and as you know a a lot of people that don't really understand the sport that are casual fans many of them are tuning in especially this time of year certainly would be turning in for the daytona 500 and they don't understand when people you know incessantly talk about sponsors the more you're around the sport you completely understand it certainly if you 
work for junior motorsports as as you guys do um and that's you work exclusively from them it's it's your livelihood it's what makes the world goes around you you're so grateful to them for giving you an opportunity to go out there and race uh, on a weekend week out business their business their support of you is is vital and dale jr is genuine in what he said about tax slayer you hate that i mean because like he said this is their chance to be on the hood thought he had a great car really something that could have been competitive and you do once once you truly understand the business model of nascar mike you do you you hate it for tax slayer or whoever's you know on the hood of the car uh, in a given race that doesn't go well when you yeah. can't do anything to change it well there's several reasons for, for for junior feeling that way let me give you some some of them one is we've had this partnership with tax slayer probably five six years i can't remember exactly the first year and Junior has driven a Tax Slayer car many times. And you know what? For some reason, we have just never been able to put it together when you have Dell mm-hmm. Jr. and Tax Slayer uh, in those races. And those are the most valuable races if you're Tax Slayer, when Dell Jr. is behind the wheel. We've won races with Tax Slayer, but it was with Regan. Uh, so I'm telling you, it's just we've never been able to put it. And Junior has really been wanting to have a good race for Tax Slayer. And it just never really happened. Two, it's tax season. They, I mean, this is the most important time for Tax Slayer. We have, the, you know, they're in our car throughout the year, but really February, March is their big time of the year. And so this is something, and, th- and the third reason is uh, this is their one cup race. Now, they're on our car for 10 races in the Xfinity Series, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, this was their one cup race, and this was an idea that Junior had uh, to, to take them up to cup and, and, and make it work for them, and, he, and we worked real hard to do that. And so, yeah, a little disappointing that we weren't able to do a, have a better showing for, for yes. Tax Slayer. It's one of them racing deals, man. It's just it's just what happens. I got a really funny story for you guys. Now, um, as first name Davis will certainly attest to, I married way up, and um, well, I can and, attest to that. Yeah, you can attest to it. But Davis, especially first name Davis, especially can because yeah, he, um, he did. He he's um, <laughs> he's very close to the family. And um, my wife's best childhood friend uh, sent me a text message on Saturday night wondering what in the world I had just put on Twitter. I tweeted Saturday night what I'm thankful for. Number one, my faith. Number two, my family. And number three, that Amelia wasn't involved in that wreck. Cheater! Dominate next week. Taylor's weekend. a cheater! That's what <laughs> so, she's thinking. <laughs> no, 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 no. My wife's best friend texted me on Saturday night and said, what kind of wreck was I in? That's what she oh, said. Oh, her name's Amelia? Her name is Amelia. <laughs> nice. And she is an extremely successful person out in California working for entertainment television, E. And uh, and she's like, what are you talking about? And what am I doing next weekend? And I started laughing so hard because I never even thought of that, you know, like when I'm sending this out. And I was like, well, there's actually another Amelia in my life, and it's a car. But I hope you're doing well. Uh, it, you know, she's like, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. Taylor. but. Taylor, That's what I was talking about. Here's what I want to know from you. Yes. Which Amelia is the most important Amelia in your life? I hope she's not listening, but uh, <laughs> the, it's a car. It's a car. And, uh, and I hope that uh, I hope she's, she's able to perform quite well uh, coming up uh, in the great American race. I'll tell you what. Uh, I thought I know that you know, Junior's message, obviously, is his message for us was uh, sent out the late Saturday night, but uh, I really like what I saw in qualifying, Mike, especially in that first run. I mean, look, congratulations to our guy Chase Elliott. I mean, good gracious, that was ridiculous. That last lap he put down, and at 20 years young, the man is going to be on the pole. 
Uh, thought Kenseth had a real shot uh, to be in that front row, and he will be starting on the outside. But uh, like Junior said, go into those Can-Am duels and, uh, and see what you got and see if he can get uh, near that second or third row come, uh, come Sunday. But congratulations to Chase. That was phenomenal. Yeah, congratulations to Chase, I guess. But you know what I realized when he just won the pole at 20 years old? Like all those things that we were just so happy about that he did here at Junior Motorsports, starting to feel a little annoying now it's not now that it's not with us because i really wanted that pole for dale now i know that there was a this guy named matt kenseth in between the pole and dale but i'm just telling you chase i mean you're 20 years old what were you doing when you were 20 years old taylor seriously what I, there's nothing good no, uh God, i can tell you that you talk about you, 20 years old to do and i'm happy for him but man i have a feeling this is just the start of it and because the kid is so good uh but yeah so yeah I, I, i'll step up and congratulate him but I, well, i've got a little bit of an asterisk for it because uh i understand your frustration clearly a uh, junior was thrilled for him and those guys uh were communicating a lot uh, during uh, qualifying and i think we'll be will be great teammates uh moving forward he's certainly the future of hendrick motorsports there's no question about that i mean you've got I mean, Dale will be the first to tell you. Jimmy would certainly be the first to tell you that they don't have many years left doing this. I mean, there's no announcement coming or anything like that. But they're in, you know, the last handful, last decade of, of their career. And Chase uh, clearly is the, is the future. And by the way, I, I thought Jeff Gordon did, did a really good job so far uh, in the broadcast booth. I'm going to be excited to hear his perspective. You mentioned it, uh, Mike, uh, late in the year that you thought that Jeff uh, – It'll be interesting to see where he will get that competitive juices flowing again because he can be extremely competitive, maybe to a fault, uh, as we've seen in the past on the on the track. But uh, I do think he'll do a good job up there in the booth. And uh, and hopefully his first full race will be uh, calling his old teammate, 88, to uh, to the start-finish line with another win in the Daytona 500. I, I think what Dale said is so true. If you can just get through Thursday, oh, yeah. have a really solid run there, and be somewhere near the second or third row, I think he will breathe such a sigh of relief, and then let's start it and, you know, may the best man win. Well, listen, we said this last year. I I had gone back and listened to uh, our our comments after the Daytona 500 last year. Remember, this is the same car, and what we didn't know then, but we do know now is how great that car is because it went off and won itself for several races, should have won three. Um. So many variables go in to whether you can win a Daytona 500, no matter how good you are. And if you remember the Daytona 500 last year, we were running towards the front of the pack that whole race, but then something happened. I think the 51 had wiggled or it just really bottled up the line we were in. And next thing you know, we find ourselves with 20 laps to go in like 17th place and nowhere to go traffic jam the best car out there arguably could not get anywhere we thought we were just doomed for a 20th place finish it took a couple cautions and you know a, a green white checkered restart for us to be able to get back up there that's just to say this the the, the best car out there still has to be lucky and there's so many variables with daytona that you know no the, the duels um in in like it seems like about 400 practices uh before the race if we could just get through them then, then we like our chances. But, he, but even then, in that race, man, when you get caught in traffic, I think you saw a little bit of that in the Sprint Unlimited with half the field. You get caught in traffic, you're just going to have to be patient. Yep, that's exactly right. Well, two, three years ago, to your point, uh, Elliot Sadler collected Jimmy Johnson on the first lap 
and, and Jimmy was back here in Charlotte watching the end of the race. I mean, so it's I forgot about that. It's kind of crazy. Um, it's kind of crazy what happens there, and you're you're exactly right. There's also always going to be an element of luck involved in it. So uh, interesting things about Daytona International Speedway. First name Davis's notes are through the roof. I've I've missed them to be quite honest with you, and other things that I'm involved in. I mean, if you write this much, you should be doing a book signing at, B- at Barnes & Noble when you write this he's much. Just, he's just the greatest. Uh, it, it, the place opened in 1959, $400 million renovation that is uh, that has gone on there. Uh, we talked, obviously, about Vickers and, and Junior. 21 crashes in a 25-car field, and that speaks to what Dale said. If you ain't first, you're last, and certainly everybody was – Vying for that two and a half million, uh, vying for that big check. There was an actual, there was two and a half million dollars in damages that occurred from uh, six crashes on um, on a Saturday night, and all three Hendrick cars were collected uh, in that as well, which is just kind of crazy. We we saw Edwards try to squeeze in between uh, Kislowski and Kenseth, and uh, and it sent Edwards into the wall, and it was a huge wreck, and it went, we went into overtime, and of course Denny ultimately won the race what was interesting is greg biffle said the, the bottom line was really slow on saturday night and uh, we'll see if that has any impact in the in the duels so that, that's really a, a summary of what happened in the unlimited let's hear some radio chatter junior nation be sure to follow nationwide 88 on facebook and twitter this week as nationwide will release their new tv spot featuring dale jr on thursday at 11 a.m. Here's some highlights or even lowlights from the race. Hi, buddy. Ready? Green, green, green. Rolling good front of you. Everybody's rolling. Nobody's checking up. Down there by himself. Up there. Still down there. There's three wide up there, about six rows back. They got the 10 hung in the middle right now. Inside, 47 by himself. No one else. Getting real jammed up there again, right in the middle and stuff. No real pressure. Nobody in your mirror, buddy. Bottom lane's kind of thinning out a little bit. They need to come up with a way to hold that door foam in there with a back, like giant Velcro strap that went through around the roll bar. And that way you could race without a door. You know, you can get a new foam, put it in there, wrap it around something, fasten it somehow. Okay, I want you to shut your fans off and save fuel. Uh, save fuel. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to give us the lucky dog right away. We're like a lap and a half short if they don't. You know, if they do it like last time where it can't come down and fill up. Yeah. Well, I'll come on in and we can splash it. Where, where, did, where did we catch the field? Sorry, I missed that. I said if we remember where we caught the field before that last green flag, we'd probably come in and splash it. I'm very lying. TJ, where did we catch them there? You'd have time to splash it, Greg. Okay, 10-4. Oh, we only lost three laps. I didn't know we were six whole laps down. I thought it was only three or four. Yeah, once they, it was only three when it was under caution, and they took off there, so. 10-4. All right, buddy, they are wrecking back there. Caution's out, caution's out. 48 is spinning down through the grass. I believe the grass ripped his nose off or something as well. Careful of safety trucks up here. There's some rolling up here already in front of you there. Jimmy's rolling already. Yeah, that 48's hurt pretty good, but we'll see. We ran through some debris there, so we go ahead and throw tires on it. 10-4, four tires fuel. 4600, buddy. 4600. 
Coming to you guys here, Greg. All right, man. Four, ten away. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Clean the grill. Go, go, go. I wonder what those giant pieces of paper are. Yeah, I don't know, buddy. They're huge. It's like the size of a dam. That bag blowing down the short chute, man. <laughs> Gigantic. There's been like three or four of those. Yeah, when they get hit, it disintegrates into about 15 little pieces that fit grills perfectly. Another one. I wonder where they're coming from. Probably construction. That bag's still on the track. Somewhere over here on the front stretch and in turn one. No pressure, buddy. Five just hanging out back there. It'll be 10 to go at the line. At the five, just blow a tire in your mirror. There is tire debris on the racetrack. Uh, he might have... Just a little bit. It looks like it went up over the safer barrier, so he's down below the line now. Should be good. Caution's out. Debris in turn two. We'll get another one back. Why is there no free pass? There's a, uh, should be a free pass. Let me check. I heard free pass. The NASCAR cut out. Their radios are terrible. Yeah, no free pass, I guess. Okay. Maybe inside 10 to go, there's a rule or something. Is there no free pass with a 10 to go, Greg? I've never heard that before. Yeah, the five was the free pass, and he was the reason for the caution. So, would you copy that, Greg? I didn't know he was a lap down. Yeah, he was the reason for the caution. Copy that. While I was sitting in the pit box, the battery went dead. I, had, I didn't have the fans on or anything. So, that's twice this happened in the, in the uh, pit. It happened in the garage the other day, too. Yeah, 10-4, you didn't have your AC or anything on, either. I did have a helmet blower on, but... I, never really been an issue before. Yeah, 10-4. I heard the free pass being the 16. Splitters! They make it through the grass. No, they do not make it through the grass, so don't go there. Did you run through uh, big enough debris to change tires? No. I don't think so. So the 41 got in the wall, the 19 had a run on the 2, and then tried to clear him on the back stretch, but the 2 was there. And Started a four or five car melee. Yeah, that definitely started the 19. Tried to tried to clear himself on the high side. He was not clear. It didn't work out. It's amazing what that grass does to the splitters. Yeah. Probably gonna go. We're gonna go into overtime here, number one. So we'll see how many we get here. Might be in the top 15 uh, when everything shakes out. All right. Any reason to come here, Greg? No. Is this uh, us? Yeah, 10-4. Only reason why I was going to come is if you felt like you got a flat tire where it ran over a bunch of debris. So, Yep, copy that, buddy. Wouldn't be real surprised to see the 11 and the 22 wreck. This is the first overtime deal. All right, buddy. Pace car is in. From the mark. Ready. Green. 13 is coming with the head of steam here. He is coming up behind you. Only car coming to you. He will have a run. Four back, two back, one back. He's there. They made it to the line. Love nowhere coming to the white flag. Sitting near you. Wreck in front of you. Back it down, back it down. Wreck in front of you. No caution. Caution's out. Caution's out. Norm up. All right. Hopefully we learned a little bit about our crash repair stuff. That might help us a little time. That's all right. We'll uh, work on it from here. Finish 15th. Way to battle. There you go, some race chatter from uh, Saturday night. We will play it every single week 
here on the Dale Jr. Download. And again, it is brought to you by Nationwide. By the way, did you know? You know, I got a theory on this off-season stuff. You know, it's kind of like I equate it to uh, your cell phone charge. It's like you can only get about a seventy percent charge uh, with the way this short off-season is. Do you feel the same way, Davis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Definitely. I yeah. mean, it's like you know, you can't get a full charge the way we got this schedule. You run ten, ten and a half months, then you're like, okay, now it's time to recharge, right? You can't. There's not even enough time to get a full recharge. Anyways, it, little, it little, really little. snuck up on me this year. Um, as much as I can remember. And I think you're absolutely right on that. And certainly all of us have opinions on how long the season should be, but this is what we got, and it's going to be what we got for the uh, foreseeable future. We also have Reaction Theater. It is back. I cannot wait to hear it. What we got, Davis? Where the hell do I begin? Let's first start with Moonspark whose race view application has the long channel from the 8018. The mobile application that NASCAR has has absolutely no audio at all. And on the in-car cameras on the audio application for the 8018, whose car do they have the 22? The f***ing 22! What happens? Brian Vickers, whose head is firmly implanted up his ass, Rex Jr. Brian Vickers never could Right. If NASCAR could ever do anything right, get anything right, they should make the crash great again. It should only be pole sitters, past crash champions, and maybe past cup champions. So I ain't even sure I want that. I'm sorry. I just needed to vent. This is not the way this season is supposed to start out. And Brian Vickers being in the 500 next weekend, holy the man can't cry. I've missed Reaction Theater so much. Well, okay, so let's address a couple of these things. First of all, I will say this. The issues with NASCAR.com and RaceView were actually because our team went to Channel 2 and didn't necessarily, nor would they, they they didn't tell anybody, but that's not really their job to go telling everybody what channel they're on. It's really their business. Uh, So they switched to Channel 2, and here's why. If people, longtime Dale Jr. fans will know at Daytona, we have always had some sort of interference or bleed over from other radio channels that are like outside the track. Like you'll hear a construction worker talking about lower that crane or doing something. And it's like, we're in the middle of a race. So they are using Channel 2 and NASCAR.com had Channel 1, which a lot of people mistaken. They thought, oh, now it's fixed because I can hear TJ. It wasn't fixed. TJ and Greg Ives will often talk to each other on the backup channel, which in this case was the Channel 1, not Channel 2. Do you, you see what I'm saying? I do. So when NASCAR.com figured that out, it, you know, we had already wrecked. We were already six laps down. They finally got it figured out, but that was the issue that, uh, that, that went on this past weekend. Clearly it will not be tolerated by her. Nor should it. I mean, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying people should be okay with that. You pay for a service. You right. expect to get it. Um, so that's something that NASCAR.com will have to address and know that we're, we're probably going to be on Channel 2 again at the Daytona 500. I noticed you didn't want to explain Brian Vickers being on the track and defend that or try to explain it any better to her. You just explained well, what was going on with Channel 1 and Channel 2. But she clearly has a real issue with him just as much as she has see, an issue I, with anything else. I, I'm like you. My issues with Vickers have nothing to do with Saturday night. They have everything <laughs> to do with 2005. <laughs> yeah. Was it really 2005? Wow. Wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was 2006. 
Was it 2006? Okay. Yeah, Golly, it that's a long okay. time. I've, I've sort of forgiven him for that. But um, I, I look, he had, I know you had it. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, the guy had a tire going down. He's in the middle groove. What are you going to do? I, I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, we do have a very funny Vickers Dale Jr. Uh, mistaken identity story that we've told on this uh, yeah. show before. So that's funny. But uh, that was not funny. What happened on uh, Saturday night? By the way, we're all pulling for Tony Stewart. Um, a guy has been through a whole lot of hell. No matter how you feel about him or whatever, I just and I, I hope he's back and healthy. It's yeah. just unbelievable what this guy's been through the last couple of years. All right, what we got next? Not the way we want to start the year off, but compared to the last couple of seasons, um, it's really not that bad of a sign. We've haven't had very much good luck in these unlimited, so I'm not going to get too upset. Besides, Amelia, she's safe in the hangar. She ain't going nowhere. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's a good attitude. I yeah. like it. Yep, that's pretty much how I feel too. I mean, after after Saturday night, I think that's I think that's the right approach. All right, what we got next? Well, I'm a Dale Jr. fan. I believe he would have won tonight if it hadn't have been for Brian Vickers wrecking him early in the race. Uh, the other NASCAR drivers just need to learn how to drive or get out of the way and let the drivers that do know how to drive get to the front where they belong. There you go. Yep, um, I I can tell you these. I am pumped about these Can Am duels. Well, at least the one Junior's in on uh, on Thursday night because we, we've seen it often, especially in recent years with Amelia, et cetera. But uh, watching him mow through a field of race cars is just such a joy to watch. And, man, alive did he do that in this event coming up on Thursday, Mike, last year. Boy, him and his dad. They, they, they find their way to the front of these duels. Didn't Dale Sr. like win like nine or ten in a row? It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was like ridiculous. Yeah, I'll say this, and I think that Senior would would have admitted this freely today. Watching his boy last year in this thing, that's as talented as anybody I've ever seen doing it. That was a great race. I I actually forgot about that, but that was a phenomenal race. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Did you say K and N duels though? Can Am. Can Am. Can Am. Yes. Yeah. Can Am duels this year. Are you serious? I didn't know this. Serious. Yeah. Can Am. Can Am. Goodness. Go, man. Trying to just say, you've always given me so much uh, grief for calling it the shootout and all these things that don't exist anymore. I was trying to get the right terminology, man. Jump yeah, dude, on board. I'm not going to give you a hard time for that. I, I make that same mistake. I mean, yeah. I, like, I will probably call it the Gatorade yeah. duels <laughs> yeah. before it's all over with. <laughs> Grand Nationals are coming up on Saturday. Did you see right. Junior's shirt, by the way, that he tweeted, the, the uh, make the clash great again? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He calls me up last week, and he's like, I need a shirt. And I said, what? And he goes, and I need it by this afternoon because I'm leaving for Daytona tomorrow. And I said, all right, what, just, what do you got? Hashtag make the clash great again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of a conference call, and I'm like, I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, that's kind of like, that, 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 that's, that's the kind of instructions we get from the boss around here. I need I like a T-shirt. That. Well, that's this afternoon, make like the class that. great again. There Lots of respect for him uh, wanting to wear that. I also enjoyed watching him jump like a bunny rabbit while Marty was interviewing <laughs> Kevin Harvick on uh, television. He had uh, an eventful weekend. All right, let's go next. Oh, my God, I saw that, and I was thinking, just like Britney Spears, oops, he did it again. By God, man, hey, no worries. Got next time. Keep it up, baby. Woo! There you go. Oops, yes, who did sir. it again? Is that a Vickers knock? Yeah, Vic- Is that another, what that was? Another Vickers knock. Okay. Who's next? What the f***? <laughs> Reaction theater, count your beers. Who counts my beers? My ex-wife counts my beers. That's why she's my ex-wife. 
And Junior's going to win tonight, but I really don't care because Amelia's going to win next week in Daytona, and that's what Unhappy Nation cares about. <laughs> We're going to play the whoop on everybody next week on the Daytona 500. Thank you. It's amazing how tough it is to complete sentences once you've had a big <laughs> night like that. It is rough. It, it is, is rough. rough. Shout out to his ex-wife, too. That's right. She got, yeah. if, if, you ever, if you ever call out an ex on Reaction Theater, that's almost like a surefire way to get you're put in. on Reaction Theater. Yeah, you're in. Like, you got to – Davis, just moving forward, if you ever yeah. call out an ex, and it could be husband or wife – yeah, that's something we're gonna probably want to play. <laughs> First name Davis. Do you have that list of all the life advice I've given you yes. over the years? Yeah, I you do. do? You do. A, okay, I'd love a to life advice podcast one day. I would love to see all this advice because I don't remember half of it. But uh, put that down on the life advice sheet that I've given you. Right. Uh, if you call out your ex, you will make it on to Reaction Theater. Like no during the off week. It. During the off week, we ought to just do a Reaction Theater podcast. Nothing about just. Venting about your exes. <laughs> I would be fascinated to hear this life advice. <laughs> we should have done it for Valentine's Day, especially. That's true. We should yeah. have done that, right? Yeah, we've. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've uh, had a lot of fun. And unfortunately, first name Davis can, has seen plenty of it. All right, what we got next? I'd tell you, that damn Jeff Gordon made the Fox broadcast actually, actually okay to watch and listen to. God, those, those guys, I hated Fox broadcast, but. Man, Jeff Gordon—he did—he changed the whole, the whole chemistry of that entire broadcast just by him being there, and it was really, it was actually really good. I think maybe, maybe this year it won't suck so bad, and I can actually watch the TV. Going to get the season started. Not worried about the '88. This, this race don't mean anything. Amelia's fast, badass fast. Let's go win us the Daytona 500. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! You know, I gotta admit, I didn't actually listen to the Fox broadcast, which I, I rarely do listen to the TV broadcast. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm listening to everybody else talk about uh, how well Jeff Gordon did, I which I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised, but um, maybe I need to turn the volume up on that. I'm pretty pumped, uh, to be honest with you, about the 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 analysts now that are going to be calling races. You know, DW is DW, and he's fine. Jeff Burton's fine. Um, but I'm I'm really pumped that we get Latart for half the season and we get Jeff Gordon for half the season because I think those guys are both going to be terrific for for years to come. So he was. He was real I got I agreed with everything everything that was just said. He was he was really good on Saturday. That's good. That's good to hear. All right. What's next? What's up, fellas? It's six o'clock Sunday morning. I'm on my way to get some more ass kissing gifts for my wife and my children. I really wasn't that disappointed. I mean, I was disappointed, but I really wasn't that upset last night with the Rays. But I wasn't upset with Brian Vickers. You know, shit happens, and he seems like he's a pretty decent guy. Well, there was that time that he wrecked us at Talladega along with Jimmy Johnson. Oh, what the hell, Brian. Really glad to have you guys back. I can't wait to see Amelia Earnhardt on track this week, and hopefully that baby retires next Sunday and goes to Daytona, USA. Hell yeah, boys. Amelia, yeah. Amelia Earnhardt. Yeah. <laughs> Should Amy uh, Field uh, uh, have mixed emotions about Amelia? Uh, no, Amelia's terrific. And, uh, yeah, I love that we've given her a full name now. Well, I mean, she was named after, if I heard this correctly, after Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Uh, there you she, go. Because she flies. 
Yeah. She does fly. But, but, but let's go ahead and just very close. Let's just go ahead and change Dernhart, and then we all live a happily ever after here. <laughs> Man, if if things go well, uh, Thursday and or Sunday. I mean, really, that there is going to be. She might be in the Smithsonian by by next Monday. Well, you know what? That's a bring, brings up a good point. I'll try to be quick, Davis. I think that we often like overcook, overblow these chassis, like we almost make them more than what they are, like some chassis finishes in like six straight top tens. We're like, oh, we're bringing her back, and she gets a name and everything. But this car actually deserves it, being yeah. that as good as it's been, and being that it, it's sort of old. I mean, you think about it, if Latart built it, at this point, it can be classified as an antique almost, and mm. yet it's still getting it done. So I do think that it deserves the attention that it's got. Don't you? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, you just think of how dominant it was all of the 2015 season, and uh, it absolutely could have won the 500. We saw what happened at Dega. Should have won both Talladega races. Won the second race down there, the Firecracker. Um, the the duel last. It was ridiculous. It was it was crazy. It was one of the greatest years, if not the greatest restrictor plate year from one car slash driver we've ever seen. Well, so. yeah, I mean, Tony Stewart had a, a car back in 2004 that I remember won three consecutive races, mm. maybe even four. And, you know, those are the types of cars that, you know, all right, now you're talking. forever. Yeah. So, so, so they, you know, and I think Jeff Gordon had one uh, that uh, back in the days, back in the 90s, that just just completely annihilated everything it ever raced, you know. So, uh, but, but yeah, this one, this car, especially we'll see how it does Sunday. But, I mean, I'm telling you, if this thing shows up Sunday, uh, makes it to Sunday and shows up on Sunday and really just uh, mows them down, man, it, it belongs somewhere. For sure. All right, who's next? I can't believe Brian Vickers. Seriously. 20 laps in, and he proves he needs to go back to filming his stupid Zeralto commercials. So frustrated. Junior had the best car. Oh, Brian. Come on. Listen, we cannot be that upset with Vickers, right? My buddy Don Rohr is probably just about to go crazy right now at all this. Vickers had a tire go down. Kevin Nealon, Arnold Palmer, and Chris Bosch. Who's in that, Davis? Chris Bosch? Chris Bosch, Arnold Palmer, Kevin Nealon, and Brian Vickers. Quite the group. It is kind of a strange group. It is. Yeah. If I saw the four of those guys eating lunch, I'd be real, real confused. But come on. I mean, when a tire goes down at a restrictor plate track, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Blame Brian Vickers, evidently. Who's next? Well, before Junior Nation decides to start freaking out about the crash tonight, let me just remind them of what happened the last time the 88 crashed in the Sprint Unlimited, and Denny Hamlin won the Sprint Unlimited. This is the Daytona 500 I'm talking about anyways, but uh, it rained very hard. There was a tornado warning out for the track. Uh, The race was delayed six and a half hours. Uh, Oh, yeah, and Junior won and joined Twitter. You know, not bad for a guy who drank three and a half jacks of Coke to remember that stuff. But uh, uh, go, go, Junior, man. Kick some ass next weekend. Uh, Rick, let's bring him in another win, shall we? Hashtag three Jack and Coke. Did he say three jacks of Coke the first time? He did. Yeah. Jacks. <laughs> well, I love that Jacks Daniel. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah, John's oh, a good oh, man. Oh, gentleman Jacks. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good fellow. We've we've gotten along quite well through the years. 
uh, well, maybe history repeats itself again with, uh, I hope not. I hope we don't have to wait. Uh, I want to, I want to see that race schedule scheduled, um, start as scheduled on Sunday. Who's next? Last one. Mike Davis, you suck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, I can That's just it? see Davis's face here. He, he couldn't wait to get to that. <laughs> yeah, saved it for last. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, if you also say Mike Davis sucks, you will you be will on. most likely be on Reaction Theater because if I can... you talk about your ex-wife or you say Mike Davis sucks, <laughs> you will make it to Reaction Theater. Uh, here on the Dale Jr. Download. Really good stuff uh, this week. I, I have really missed that. I know that um, you know through the years on an old local radio show I was doing, we uh, Davis and I had a blast, and, and Mike Davis had a blast listening to him. Yeah. Uh, these four years have been so much fun doing uh, Reaction Theater, and you can always participate. It is open 24-7, 365. Mike likes to say you can call toll-free and leave us your voicemail message. I'm not real sure you, you can even call toll-free anymore, uh, but yeah, you can you dial 855-740-1902, 855-740-1902, and leave us your message, and we'll play the best of them each week on the Dale Jr. download. Talk about your ex-wife or make fun of Mike. There's a real chance you will be on the podcast that's so there right. you go that was also that was actually martin friedrich left that voicemail <laughs> that's great that that's was famous. martin yeah that was martin yes i love it. suck well well that changes things yeah yeah that's, um, that's the, so the ongoing know. rivalry between I those two forgot, in the office I, continues i thought that was funny until you just said that <laughs> now you don't <laughs> no, think it's hurt? so funny no. anymore no no i'm no, hurt now <laughs> i'm hurt <laughs> okay. all right before we get to white flag a couple other phenomenal notes from first name davis chase uh Won the poll, as we know. The last four poll winners, uh, Chase, uh, this is his first race in the 24. Jeff Gordon in the last 500. Austin Dillon in his first race in the three. Danica Patrick, her rookie year. It's been crazy who's been on the poll the last four years. Dale Jr.'s average starting position at Super Speedways last year with Amelia was 3.25. He'll be in the first duel on Thursday night. Of his 26 career victories, 10 have come at Daytona and Talladega's average finish at Daytona 12.7 is better than all but one track. And Jeff Gordon said this about uh, Daytona. He said, quote, I think the focus and the storyline has got to be on junior. Hendrick dominated the restrictor plate races last year with very few changes I would expect for their dominance or their strength to still be there. And, of course, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and restrictor plate racing go hand in hand. If you look at how he's raced, he's been aggressive. He's worked really hard to maintain track position. He's also had a fast car, race car, which helps. Hard to disagree with any of that. And to Gordon's point, Mike, about Junior maintaining track position, I certainly think that you will see him try to get to the front and stay there as quickly as possible. That formula has really worked in the last few years. It's where the best air is, and so uh, that's, where you, I, that's where I expect to see Dale. For sure. All right, let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Well, Taylor, unfortunately, I've got another, uh, we've got another unsponsored year of white flag. So you know what that means, right? It's up, means, to, it's up yeah, to us we again. Shout outs. Yep. So who we got this this week? Hmm. Who you want to make the sponsor of white flag? This week, I'm going to give a shout out to Barbasol. Barbasol? Yeah. Which you Barbasol. probably haven't used much of, right? I used a little bit of Barbasol on my neck. For the first time in about so a month. So they deserve a, a whole sponsor of this 
magnificent segment because you shaved your neck? Just a little bit of my neck. It made a <laughs> tremendous difference. I want to thank them very much, and right. they get to sponsor this week's White Flag segment. All right, here we go. Dale Jr. is doing the ESPN Car Wash today, which is Monday. By the way, do you like being back on Mondays, Taylor? Does it feel I like do. you're home again? I do love Monday. All yes, right. absolutely. So, although by the time you hear this podcast, Jr.'s probably going to be wrapped up uh, with his ESPN run, but you can still go on DaleJr.com and see what show schedule he was on, or if you do catch this as we release it, uh, he probably still has a few left over, but that's where he is. He's up in Bristol, Connecticut today uh, doing the ESPN car wash. By the way, speaking of car wash, Davis, have you washed your car lately? No, I have not. Yeah, you probably should do that. Yeah, I need you. to also. All right, back to Dale. He's got a busy week. Uh, he heads back to Daytona this evening. Tomorrow he has Daytona Media Day. Dirty Mo Radio, by the way, will have you covered with an all-new said junior presented by Nationwide uh, from Daytona Media Day. On Wednesday, he has a few appearance rounds to make and also a special press conference. That, too, will be covered by said junior presented by Nationwide. Uh, that's all I'm going to tell you about that. And then on Wednesday afternoon, he has a date, Taylor, with Amelia mm. in the form of a cup practice at 5 o'clock and then again at 6.10 p.m. as they prepare for the, what is it, the Can-Am Duels? Can there you go. I don't think I'll be able to say that without throwing in a little Alabama slang. Yeah. He'll have a date with Amelia for the Can-Am Duels. The Duels are Thursday. Junior is racing in the first one. He'll start second. I feel confident that that might be the worst running position he will have that day. <laughs> It'll only get better. The Duels are being televised on Fox Sports 1 at 7 p.m. On Friday, more practice and more interviews. On Saturday, more practice for the Daytona 500, more appearances. I will say Final Cup practice starts at 12, 15 p.m., and that will either be a very important one or a very easy one. Because easy in the fact that if their car is where they want it, they probably won't run many laps in that final practice. Uh, Junior isn't in Saturday's Xfinity Series race, but four of his cars are. Four, not even three. Four. Here you go. Elliott Sadler in the number one one-main Chevrolet. Casey Kane in the number five Hellman Chevrolet. Justin Allgaier in the number seven Brant Chevrolet. And Chase Elliott mm. is in the number 88 Tax Slayer Chevrolet. Your pole winner for the 500 is going to be in our number 88 car on Saturday. So, there you go. And, by the way, I will remind you, it is tax season. And, Taylor, all that big-time serious XM ESPN touchdown radio money you make, you really, really, really ought to consider doing your taxes. I noticed, how you didn't say uh, all the money I make from the Dale Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. There you go. No, I, uh, no, I, I, I think this is tax exempt, probably. Right. I mean, you make so little money here. Uh, well, I hope they have a great day on uh, on Saturday with Chase. Uh, that Saturday is the day to pull for Chase, not Sunday. Saturday, is the day that's to right. pull. That's for, right. That's uh, right for Chase, and I'm with you. I hope um, I hope that that sat that last Saturday practice is absolutely stress free. Well, you know what? Speaking of Chase, you know, it, being in our car and be and winning the poll. I was listening to that note you were reading about the poll winners, and you're talking about Austin Dillon, Danica Patrick. Yeah. I don't remember where Jeff Gordon finished last year in the 500, but I don't think it was well. So my point is, the poll hasn't been very well. Uh, hasn't been very the, kind. No, the no. poll has not been very kind to uh, to the to the guys in the race. So uh, yeah. we'll see how Chase does. Well, and I mean, we can go back even further. Junior won it. Five the uh, I guess four years ago, and then wrecked in practice. Right, so right, and had to go to the back. So um, it it doesn't necessarily. You're right, yield uh, great results in the race. Let's hope for an unbelievable 500 on Sunday, and we'll have our second edition of the Dale Junior Download presented by Spy.
next week. And I cannot wait. Year number four is underway. It's underway. For LDW, a.k.a. First Name Davis, a.k.a. formerly Intern Davis, also known as Lee Davis Williams. What was your na- nickname in high school? Uh... Come on. All right. Well, Taylor, I mean, like D-W, D-Dove, <laughs> stuff like that. D-Dove. Yeah. <laughs> also, like for that. Mike Davis, right. I am Taylor Zarzer, and, of course, for Dale Earnhardt Jr., and this has been the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, Junior Nation. Thank you for listening to the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dell Jr. Paint Scheme sunglasses. It's called Delivery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mo, General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com.